Welcome to the Intuitive Way of Love podcast. My guests know they are love in motion. They have stepped up. They've become visible. They trust their intuition. They share unique messages of love and understanding so that we can all have a better quality of life. They want to inspire you to know your worth, to trust your inner wisdom, to take space, to share your precious gifts with the world. The world needs your story of love, your love consciousness, your message. Not tomorrow, today. I'm Dr. Linda Sandel Pettit, an internationally known mentor to intuitive, creative women. I'm on fire to help women rise up and share their intuitive wisdom, to release their sacred feminine values and power. I hope my guest stories will inspire you to step into and share your truth. I want you to take away clear insights for having a higher quality of life and for helping others to have that too. Let's drop right into today's wisdom. Hello, lovely listeners. I'm glad to be with you. And today I'd like to talk about being an artist of life. I just finished a wonderful interview with my writing teacher, Jewel Swales, uh, an interview for this podcast, which will air four to six weeks from now. But she got me thinking about creativity. And I thought it would be fun to do a short mini cast with you on that topic. So I'm looking at a poster on my wall that I'd like to read to you. It says, the most visible creators I know of are those artists whose medium is life itself. The ones who express the inexpressible without brush, hammer, clay, or guitar. They neither paint nor sculpt. Their medium is being. Whatever their presence touches, has increased life. They see and don't have to draw. They are the artists of being alive. And the author is Jay Stone. Uh, She is actually a calligrapher and artist who created the poster. And what's, what's interesting about the poster for me is that about 15, 20 years ago, it's been a while, uh, that poster came to me in the form of a card by, uh, by mail uh, from three separate people. So three separate friends sent it to me. It arrived within a couple of weeks. And I was really struck by that, that these three people, independently from very different locations, very different walks of life, picked that card to send to me. Send to me. And, and it was the beginning of my reflecting on my own creativity. And I think at that point in my life, I would have said to you, I'm not creative, which now seems so incredibly laughable to me because over the ensuing years, what unfolds is an understanding that we are all creative, that we can't help but be creative, that we are sourced in, we are manifestations of, we are the creative energy and source behind life, a formless energy that takes form in each of us in different ways. And and that's what I love about that um, piece of art is that it points to that, that we are all artists of life and we all create differently. Some of you who listen right now might be creating as mothers and fathers Some of you who are listening right now might be creating as business people, as massage therapists, as housekeepers, as 
corporate executives. Uh, we are all creating in our own way, and we can all bring beauty to that process because our medium is life. It's, it's the gifts that we have to be ourselves and to share ourselves fully with the world, and that is always creative. So sometimes people say to me, how, do you, how are you so, so creative? Or how can I be more creative? Or I don't feel creative at all. And, and I think the first thing that we can do is acknowledge what I call the ABC of creativity. And the first, the, first, the A, is just acknowledge ourselves acknowledge ourselves as creative beings. I'm thinking right now of a woman who I know listens from time to time into this, onto this podcast, and she's a massage therapist. And I remember the day I first walked into her office in a humble older building, but I knew immediately that she acknowledged herself as a creator. She had some of her own photographs on the wall. Her small items were displayed in her office that demonstrated her preferences, her the things that really delighted her, plants, a Buddha, um, yeah, colors, textures. And I knew that she was acknowledging in those things her creativity. If you look around my office, you'll see all kinds of little things. A clock I bought in West Virginia by another folk artist, uh, beautiful pictures that my daughter uh, a stunning photographer is taken of her own children. Um, a painting that I bought uh, from uh, an artist friend in Norway. Uh, two pictures of hummingbirds on my wall that were taken by my uh, photographer sister, Carol Deedler, who captures wildlife with incredible, an incredible eye and composition and awareness of light. So all of these things are an expression of the creative way that I, that I see life. And that, that makes me, that's the way I exhibit my, my artistry in life, by the enjoyment of these beautiful things around me. And yes, I also create in my writing and in my content uh, creation, my programs. But I acknowledge that in myself, and I acknowledge that in the people I work with. I acknowledge that in my friends and family that all of us are creating differently and but it is creation and and that the more we acknowledge that the more it seems to manifest in our lives so i acknowledge all of you who are listening to me as creators and i really encourage you to acknowledge yourself the second thing the b the a and the b is that we all have to bamboozle our inner critic I, the more I live into this life, the more I see that comparison is built into the fabric of the human experience. I have said before, uh, shared before a story of my little three-year-old grandson coming to me, oh, I don't know, six weeks ago, two months ago, tears running down his face after he had just tried to do something that his six-year, almost six-year-old brother could do easily that he found hard. And he was just crying. And he said, Grammy, Grammy, I'm going to always be three. <laughs> and, and I saw that what he meant was that he was always going to be two years behind his five-year-old brother. 
And the only thing I could think of to say in that moment was, Alex, I love three-year-olds. I just love three-year-olds. And he said, you do, Grammy? And that seemed to soothe him. But the point is that we, we just always do compare ourselves to others as we're little beings. We compare ourselves to our parents. We can't do the same things they do. We compare ourselves to our brothers. We compare ourselves to the kids in our preschool. And we're always going to find ways to have thought about the fact that we come up short. So that inner critic kind of gets lodged in the human brain. I have a feeling uh, I'm 69, so I think I can say this with some degree of authority, that my inner critic is going to be with me until I flatline. But what I have to do every day is bamboozle her, just slip out from under her and know that she is not me. I am the beautiful creative essence behind life. I am not that thinking. When I think about my thoughts and my inner critic, an image that almost always comes to mind is from the move, one of the Harry Potter movies where Dumbledore and Harry are in Dumbledore's office. And Dumbledore and Harry are looking into the water pool. And uh, there is a place where Dumbledore touches the side of Harry's head with his wand and pulls out a thought. And this thought is, is just this little wispy thing and I think that's such a beautiful memoir, me, um, what's the word, uh, metaphor. That thought is nothing more than that. It's just this wispy thing that goes through our minds. And it is, it is helpful. It helps us navigate our way through life until it doesn't. And when it doesn't help us, when it stops us, our jobs as human beings is to look beneath it to look underneath it, to the source that we are, and just bamboozle it, hoodwink it, slip it, and keep creating anyway. And every creator that I have ever known has talked about that. I just did an interview a half hour ago with Jewel Swales, my writing teacher, uh, who will be featured on this podcast in the next month or six weeks or so. And she made a lovely statement. She said, I don't I just don't allow that inner critic to poison my business. That was really quite an image, and, I, and it made me thoughtful. Yeah, that is really true, that, that when that inner critic comes in, it can really poison the waters that I'm swimming in. And, and it's up to me to you know dive down deep underneath that and find the more authentic, deeper, more trustworthy, always benevolent, always intelligent voice underneath that is supporting my creative uh, efforts. And then the third thing is the C, creating a space for your creativity with presence. So it's, it's both the A, the acknowledging, but then also the doing. You know, my... Um, my daughter makes a space in her life both for creating as a mother and for her beautiful photography business. I make spaces in my life for a lot of things, including my writing, my book manuscript that's in progress, and, and I give it my presence. And sometimes it, sometimes it can be in the most minuscule ways by just quietly acknowledging myself, by getting my butt in the seat to write, 
by reaching out to other creators and getting support, by making it first on my to-do list. So there's a there's an element like we Jules and I, and I talked this morning about that little saying that um, energy flows where attention goes. That that when we give our attention to our creativity, we acknowledge it and then we give our attention to it and actually create. That that seems to build a a cycle, a spiral, a wave that just keeps coming. Um, it's like another good analogy is priming the pump. If you prime the pump in small ways, if you just start pumping, inevitably creative genius will show up and guide your efforts. So ABC, acknowledge yourself, bamboozle your inner critic, and create. Just do it. Have a great day. And here's to getting your butt in the seat and acknowledging yourself in the way that's most needed now. Thanks for listening in. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Intuitive Way of Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a minute to leave a review. Leave us a kudos on Instagram at Linda Sandel Pettit or on Facebook at The Wild Intuitive Way of Love. Check out my latest offerings at www.lindasandelpettit.com. You'll find small group programs for women, mentoring packages, and a monthly masterclass series. We'll be back next week with a mini wisdom podcast or another special guest. Don't miss it. See you then.